This is it. This is the final song. The final Queen deep dive on Queen's ninth album, Flash Gordon. Wow. We have been through it, haven't we? We've been through a lot with this album. We've been through the ups and downs, the brief, succinct themes that surprised us, or at least surprised me. But today, we're talking about one and only one song, which is a first, which is pretty rare. My last series of Queen Deep Dives have been chunks of songs as we go through the story of Flash Gordon. But here, this is great. This is fantastic because I'm getting back into my classic Queen Deep Dive format. I'm talking one number today. It is a song that impresses many, I think. As the years go by, more and more people talk about this song as a missed opportunity when it comes to Queen. And we're going to talk all about that today. This is, of course, The Hero. This is dive number 108, track 18 on the album Flash Gordon. Epic cinematic rock. This is, yet again, another Brian May contribution in collaboration with Howard Blake. Of course, you remember Howard. He contributed the orchestral arrangements for this soundtrack. Over an hour and a half worth of material, and most of it never made it onto the final cut. Nonetheless, his contribution is extremely important to rounding out many of the songs on this album. And this one in particular has a moment that I think creates this overture of sorts and this surprisingly deep classical inspiration. Let's start talking about this song, The Hero. It's interesting. We've had quite a few Brian contributions these last few songs, haven't we? In fact, almost the entirety of the second side of this of this soundtrack album is Brian's doing. But that's very appropriate. This is very much a Brian-driven project, Flash Gordon. Let's get into this epic rockness. 123 beats per minute. A time signature of 4-4 in the keys of, you may have guessed it, given our previous many, many, many tracks being in this key on this album. We're in A major and a minor, a wonderful contrast between the two. And Brian's actually done this before with songs. We go from major to minor, from verse to chorus. Hello, Teo Toriate. Let us cling together. And if it wasn't obvious, given the title of this number, he's our savior of the universe. Flash, ah, Flash Gordon, the savior of the universe. The lyrics of the title track say it all with this closing number, The Hero. And this does feature very heavily variations of Flash's theme. We're going to talk all about that. And this is really in a stark contrast to most of the tracks we've had thus far. And this is why I'm excited to be getting back into the flow of things like this. This is the perfect queen rocker. At least it, it is bookended by these perfect rock out queen moments we love with the ideal combo of sound effects, synthesized themes, rolling guitars, rocking guitars, pounding bass, heavy drums, heavy, heavy drums, lots of cymbals, and Freddie's high, full chest voice reigning supreme. Yes, Freddie is back. 
On lead vocals, we haven't had this in forever. I'm so excited. This reminds me of Seven Seas of Rye, Fat Bottom Girls, both of those songs. And yes, there are moments I'm reminded of other tracks as well, but primarily the rock out parts of this number, the hero, Seven Seas of Rye from Freddie, Fat Bottom Girls from Brian. I think of both those songs, the enthusiasm of Freddie's aggressive vocal and Brian's heavy bluesy guitar. Those are the moments that make me go, oh, I remember this from before, but don't be fooled. Smack in the middle is Blake's orchestral arrangement soaring to new heights, complete with rising brass and sweeping strings, intense runs, crescendos layered with the penetrating, threatening lower synths. Ming's theme makes a brief appearance here. The weight of the battle and the war that was won suddenly lifts when Brian's melodic bridge from Flash's theme arrives. That almost ballad-like moment. No one but the pure in art. Remember that part? But Sans' lyrics, the soulfulness of Brian's lyrical guitar, is front and center. And the boys fall into an enhanced variation of the classic theme. With altered arrangement, Freddie's vocals and Brian's guitar having almost a duel of sorts, or a friendly trade-off, if you will. The backing vocals are louder, rich with harmonies, bouncing off Freddie's lead so flawlessly, it's impossible to not feel pride and excitement listening to this. This is a perfect album closer, as well as a nod back to the classic sounds of Rockin' Queen that we love so much. And guess what? It was performed 67 times from 80 to 82, mostly in 82, for several shows, notably Milton Keynes. This essentially kicked off set lists, along with a teaser of Flash's theme. Their power on stage, their energy, live at the bowl. They explode out of the box. Roger's drums, his intro role at Montreal. John is slapping, playing the pants off his bass. Brian owns his riff. It's simple, yeah, it's bluesy, but he digs it in. Freddie is in fine vocal form, especially at the bowl. Wow, is he ever really clear as a bell, strong, expressive. My ears pop back to Roger's drumming throughout. Those flashes of cymbals, his rolls and his fills that are flawlessly executed. Brian and John command attention on their syncopated riffs together, played simultaneously. It's such a weight when they do that together. Their synchronicity and John's awesome riff at the end of the bowl. Jeesh, he briefly appears at the forefront with those delicious notes. On bass, this is what's so impressive about John. He has a way with that. He can take your attention for just the briefest of moments and totally impress. So melodic. And like Flash's theme before it, the hero is better live. The enthusiasm, grit, the aggression, it adds fuel to the queen fire, as it were. I got some fun facts about the hero as well. See, this is so exciting. We're getting back to the classic queen deep dive. Recorded at Utopia Studios days before the final tapes were sent for mastering for the November release. And this is the only song on Flash Gordon with lyrics, except, of course, for the memorable Flash's theme. It plays over the film's credits. Now, the alternate version 
the hero October 1980 revisited is included on the Flash Gordon bonus disc as part of the 2011 reissue celebrating Queen's 40th anniversary. I've listened to this version several times. It's like an amplified, energized, very tight, rockin' version of the original. The drums, timpani, vocals. I feel like there's a lot more here that we don't get on the album. Everything is harder, louder. It omits any dialogue. And it gives the track the polish it needs to really stand out. This is the definitive version. This is the version that had this been a single, they should have used this one. And I I want to elaborate on that. So fans often call this a missed opportunity, a song that harkens back to Queen's earlier energy that would have been a great single. Max Bell of You Discover Music called this, quote, reminiscent of early grandiose pieces like Seven Seas of Rye. It's as strong as anything in their repertoire, unquote. Too loud, too old music's write-up says, quote, the hero could have been another single. It is pure queen with May's guitar, Rockin' Out and Freddie on vocals. Another song celebrating Flash and the victory. It is grand and a spectacle. Perfect to roll the credits, unquote. But this sentiment seems more retrospect. This, this seems like something fans now feel about this song because reviews at the time of the soundtrack's release fail to mention this song anywhere. I don't see any mention of the hero in any comments the guys made and any interviews. I don't see anybody at the time saying, wow, the hero is spectacular. That seems to be an opinion shared by people more now, especially because we have the live performances. We have to remember that at the time of the album's release, of course, the guys were, they only briefly put this on a set list. They only briefly put, what was it, three songs from Flash Gordon on their set list. And then it kind of just disappeared. So at the time, this wasn't as, dare I say, as big a deal to maybe some of the fans, simply because of the context of the album. But now people listen to this and they go, wow, that guitar? Wow, the arrangement of that opening? The way it crashes in and we get that bluesiness from Brian, we get that intensity, that, that grit and that raspiness from Freddie on vocals. It really is a fantastically structured piece, especially the first part of it where we actually have some verse structure and it's more melodic, right? So much of this album has been very short themes that lack a lot of harmony and have some very strange, challenging shifts in the notes. We have some very interesting structures of songs on Flash Gordon in general because this album is nothing like Queen's other albums and doesn't even try to be that way. It's simply another facet of their creativity. But yeah, people like this song. A lot of people like the song. I like this song. So we're going to talk about the nitty gritty right now. We're going to get into the synthesized spellbinding burst. Evil Ming's maniacal laugh. Roger's Tom Roll. Can I emphasize that? Can I bold it and italicize it? Roger's roll at the beginning of this. Brian's power chords in fifths. Powerful, commanding, 
totally classic queen and John holding the weight, pushing the depth in unison with Brian. I love this intro. Yes, we have heard these chords before. Brian gave us this brilliance in battle theme. But here, it's amplified more layers, that rock and roll drum arrangement, cymbals on every beat and then some, that cheesy, oh-so-lovable, memorable synthesized fanfare makes an appearance. But the guitars and bass continue to dominate. Until suddenly we freeze, Roger plays a magnificent role again, bringing us into Freddie's glorious vocal performance. How we have missed this man. When you come back to something like this, after so many tracks of themes and orchestral arrangements and brooding synthesizers, it's like a breath of fresh air because we realize, oh my goodness, Freddie is so important as a vocalist to this band and its success. And he comes out on fire. So you feel like you ain't nobody. Always needed to be somebody. My goodness, he's singing so high. We haven't heard them yet, but this reminds me, especially the vocals and the sound of the arrangement here, reminds me of numbers we'll get later from the works, B-sides, like I Go Crazy. I'm not actually going to talk about that because it's a B-side. I'll probably mention it. I do happen to love that B-side. But that edge Freddie brings. The aggression piercing into us, the clarity with just a hint of rasp. He does this incredibly well. And the progression of the chords, how they fall elegantly down the scale. It's so simple. This isn't necessarily complex, but it is appealing and catchy. All you got to do is save the world. No big deal, right? According to Freddie's delivery anyway. It bursts out of him in a blink with moxie and certainty, we're still rocking into the next verse with more of those heavy chords and Freddie's swagger. Yes, you're a hero. Oh, yeah. And just as we get into a melodic groove, another explosion, a fanfare, the tension. This is Blake's brilliance. It's like another movement here, accented by that pushing, pulsing bass and piano that, yes, we have heard it before. It is the rising of Flash's theme and plenty of synthesizers. This brief but important bridge reminds us of the necessary sounds from that lush orchestral arrangement, classical, rousing, sweeping, plenty of accidentals for tension and mystery, fast runs on those strings that rise, twist, and tug at us, suspending us as the synths ebb and burst and fade in evil intention. There's Ming's theme. But ah, we're back into Brian's singable Flash's theme bridge, that glorious ballad-like moment. Pretty much the entirety of the song from here is a recap of our beloved theme. It's stronger, louder, more dramatic, and it's packed with depth and more harmonies. This bridge in particular with its many layered guitars The leads soaring high, the backing guitars adding flair with licks and trills, that piano filling in the chords brightly, Roger and his roles with more panache than before, bring in the pulsing. Flash! (gasps) Ah! And are you ready for the end? Are you ready? He's for every one of us. And Brian answers with a run that's impressive, almost classically inspired. Again, Freddie sings. And Brian answers, this time grittier and more bluesy. I love that contrast. 
He saved with a mighty hand. The call and response of Freddie and all the boys harmonizing is a goosebump, choir-like moment reminiscent of earlier Queen tracks. And that inspired Save Us that burst through nearing the end of this phrase. I can really hear Brian in that. Every man, every woman, every child, he's the mighty flash. Oh, oh, wait, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> he's the mighty. And then we stop. Pulsing, pulsing, rising. Flash. But this next moment. Ah. Tell me that's not directly taken from the prophet song toward the end of that magnificent vocal feature. That is also a Brian song, by the way. If it's not, wow. And Raj, great job on those high harmonies. Potentially the others are chiming in on that too. I remember how surprised I was when I found out that Brian also, I thought he was usually the low end, but it turns out all of the guys would layer all of these harmonies to get that queen sound. So even Brian with that deeper tone would sometimes go high. The battle theme, one more time, Brian puts his spin on it, everything explodes and fade out. Just fade out. That is the end of the hero. He saved with the mud. He saved with the mud. He saved with the mud. It, it goes back and forth in a way that we haven't heard before, because again, this is Flash's theme. It's not new to us at this point. Even if this song is new to you, if you've heard Flash's theme, you're going to get through it and go, wow, this is a recap. But there are enough variations here to further impress, I think, and we get that theatrical cinematic moment, not just because we literally hear an explosion, but because there's a crescendo that rouses and awakens and it amplifies the bravery and the accomplishment of the mighty Flash. So that's it. That is the end of Flash Gordon, Queen's only official soundtrack album, 1980. They were busy that year. <laughs> the game, Flash Gordon, they were touring. But we're going to talk a little bit more about Flash Gordon as I recap and tell you who stole my attention the most on Flash Gordon. I'm going to talk about that next time before we kick off Queen's next album, which will be a rapid shift. We'll see how that all turns out. But anyway, guys, thanks for coming along for the ride. This was exciting to get back into something where I had a little bit more behind the scenes. I had a little bit more factual information to share. I had some sentiment that was expanded beyond the usual, well, it's a soundtrack album. So, <laughs> but thanks for joining in today. Keep yourselves alive. And I'll be back next time. I hope you guys have a fabulous one. Be brave, be bold, be flash. <gasps> ah.